0: Drive on over to WJFFradio.org. This is WJFF. We're your community radio station. And coming up, we'll be getting into Bodhi Talk with Doug Bill. And that'll be uh, coming right on up. And uh, just quick letting you know about the weather. What we have here is a chance of rain today. Slight chance of some rain this afternoon. High of 49. It had been snowing. It is not right now here on the shores of Lake Jefferson. Tonight, rain overnight low down to 39. Uh, precipitation is likely. So it's going to rain tonight. It's going to rain tomorrow with a high of 49 and a chance of rain tomorrow night with a high of 70. But it might be nice on Saturday with a high of nearly 60. Like we said, this is WJFF. We are Radio Catskill. And right now we're going to have a special live edition of Bodie Talk with host Doug Bill, who's joining us on the phone right now. Doug, are you there?
1: Yes, Jason. Uh, Namaste to everyone. (laughs) And how about if I just do my usual lead-in?
0: Yes, that'd be great.
1: Okay, after. Namaste, and welcome to Bodhi Talk, where the intention is to inform, inspire, and empower each of us to wake up to who we really are. Not human beings having a spiritual experience, but spiritual beings having a human experience. And so today, Jason, I'd like to just discuss with you the realities of, uh, well, the pandemic crisis that we're all living through and how we may choose to apply, uh, well, what I refer to as the Namaste Principle, which uh, is basically bringing in a... uh, a process of attuning to, an awakening to that spiritual quality that's within each of us.
0: All right. So. Yeah. So how uh, how, I mean, how do you do that?
1: <laughs> okay, that's the the challenge, and I, I'm finding this to be uh, a very difficult challenge. Uh, I, I have to admit that uh, in my own. Uh, Personal life here, things have become very interesting. (laughs) Life is full. Uh, We, I think, I mentioned the last time we spoke that uh, we have uh, chosen long before the pandemic arose to take on a puppy. And I must admit that I wasn't uh, totally behind the idea of getting a dog at all. And I was thinking, well, okay, an adult dog, but. That evolved into a a puppy that we picked up at the Newark Airport, came in from Puerto Rico, and it has presented uh, a whole different level of, uh, well, lessons in this classroom. (laughs) And so uh, this is something that,
0: you know, as I say, the whole process
1: of, Uh, applying the concept of understanding that we're all spiritual beings in this classroom where everything that happens is presenting the very lessons that we most need to learn. And apparently one of the lessons I need to attend to is um, my need to have everything uh, under control and work out in the way that I choose to uh, direct it. Life doesn't always (laughs) uh, make that a possibility. And rather than blaming external circumstances, people, and what have you, for our problems, uh, taking full responsibility for how we respond to what's happening. And that's where it gets tough because I could easily say that, well, it was my wife who really wanted this puppy. I didn't want it, and uh, I can make everybody miserable in the process. Um, but I well, I, I realized before we got the puppy that it would be best if I changed my attitude and put as much love into the process of caring for this pos- puppy as possible. And otherwise, I could say, say that... Uh, uh, the chances of this puppy growing up to be uh, a well-managed, obedient, uh, loving member of our family, uh, if I resisted, I could create the very thing I most didn't want. And, And like I'm talking about a puppy and a relationship with a puppy, but it extends to everyone else and every other situation. And there have been times when, like waking up at 4 a.m. and having to begin this routine of feeding three cats, three dogs, and uh, keeping all of them separate and away from each other's bowls, and um, it's been very stressful, and uh, it's... Not always easy. So, what I'm drawing upon is the self care regimen that I always focus on maintaining, getting a good night's rest, and exercising. And I I like to take walks and do yoga postures and uh, spend time in meditation. And a lot of that has been uh, lessened because of the uh, lessons that I have been. Uh, presented with, uh, so like I say, I, I haven't always maintained a, a balanced perspective. Um, so I, I'm just pointing out that we're under, all of us, uh, are under very extreme circumstances, and we need to be kind to ourselves uh, as well as to each other. And remember that we are essentially spiritual beings. We're all in this together, even though some may not be playing by the rules that we think are best. And uh, we need to understand that everybody's doing the best they can with what they've been given. But remembering that when it really gets, when push comes to shove, and when buttons are getting pushed, uh, it's it's easy to lose our cool and react out of anger. And, and the key here is, and this is where, well, I, I often refer to the wisdom of A Course in Miracles, uh, where it says that anger is never justified, which doesn't suggest that we not get angry, but that we recognize that if we're looking at it, The situation in front of us, if we're uh, coming from a loving perspective and recognizing that, okay, whatever the difficulty is, the stressfulness that I'm experiencing, it's a result of my resistance. And it's something that I am interpreting in such a way that I'm getting angry. So when I interpret it from a loving perspective, recognizing that there's a lesson that I need to learn, I'll be able to uh, respond in a loving way to that person or that situation. And like I say, that hasn't always been happening with me. Uh, So I've come to uh, look at this kind of reality as perfect because that means that what I'm, if I'm having a difficult time, getting angry, reacting in a, well, you could say a less than spiritual, loving way, that means that I'm given an opportunity to look at the stuff that I've got inside my own mind, that I need to fine tune or maybe overhaul, uh, so I can find a way of being peaceful, no matter what it is that's going on around me. So I'm wondering, Jason, uh, what have you observed in uh, your own situation? I know uh, I was just talking earlier with Dan Rigney as to how uh, the three of you, you, Dan, and Tim Bruno, are just doing an amazing job of keeping this boat afloat, the WJFF boat is uh, just the three of you, and no volunteers, other than some I know are able to send in some of their shows. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you're, the three of you are running this ball game.
0: Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, everybody, I think the question for everyone is like, how are you doing? Because we're mm-hmm. in this unique situation that nobody has ever really seen before. There are some people that that are among us who have lived through hardships that, that are at least comparable in some way in terms of how disruptive they were in our lives. Like, for example, mm-hmm. people that lived through World War II or something like that. Mm. Um, right. But it still wasn't this. Um, right. th- this is very different. So anyway, you ask everybody, how are they doing? And, uh, I think an odd thing that, and something I try to be mindful of is the fact that I'm in a different Situation than most people. That mm. the 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 things that are hard for me are almost the exact opposite of what's hard for some other folks. Some people are struggling with uh, not having enough to do right now, and I'm mm. I'm like working all the time. <laughs> so right. so I, I I have that different. And then what I have to realize is like, well, uh, there's a little bit of frustration that comes with that. That like I'm hearing people complain. About what I would love right now, which would be to be doing nothing. Um, mm-hmm. but I have to try to turn that around and just be aware of the fact that, um, that, that, that I've got something that they don't have. Um, that, that I have an outlet that I'm able to go somewhere every day or that I'm able to kind of externalize and focus on doing something for the community. Like I've got, I've got a sense of purpose. I got something to do as busy as I might be. And that's, that's a good thing. And not everybody's got that right now. So I try to focus on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That brings out the, the relativity of all things that if we look at our own situation and say, oh, uh, it's terrible there's nothing for me to do and for you it's just the opposite and um, but to be able to find peace even with that lack of things to do uh... and it sounds to me like what you're saying jason is that you have found a sense of peace and being able to serve the community and um provide the, the flow of programming uh, on JFF, and that's very uh, satisfying for you. And uh, checking in with other people, and being able to sort of bounce off what's going on within them, and uh, there's a, a sense of purpose, and there's a kind of a flow in what what you're doing.
0: Yeah, and and there's just certain little things that that I see other people need right now. And I just have to be aware that I don't have those needs. For instance, I've got friends that want me to I, I I mean, part of this is I'm old school. I'm in radio and so I don't really understand a world where people are video chatting. Um mm-hmm. but like I don't I don't even have the curiosity to try to do that. Like, I've got friends that are doing that because, um, they, they need to stay connected. Whereas, like, I'm talking to people like I'm talking to you right now. Uh, like, I'm talking to people every day, um, live and, and, and even if it's over the phone, that's what I'm doing. And so that feeds that need. So it's like, I don't have that, that same need that some other folks have. So I feel a little bad some, in some ways. that I'm just like, maybe, maybe I'm neglecting my friends because I'm so busy doing this and I don't even have those, Needs, but, you know, at the same time. So anyway, it's like, yeah, there, there's some peace there, but it's, it's a matter of just, it's perspective. It's like, there's some, there's some things to be proud of. There's some things to be at, at peace with, but there's plenty of stuff too that, that just, um, you know, can freak you out if you think about it. I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm trying to be aware of how our perception of this situation is changing over time. I feel mm-hmm. that there was a lot more, I feel like there was a lot more fear early on, at least on my part, Mm -hmm. like there was much more than I was like, I'm still have a legitimate concern being in high risk categories that I might catch this and that would be very bad. But I feel like I'm not as as uh, generally afraid and uncertain as I was in the beginning. Um, because it was so new, and in, in some ways I guess it's part of the, the getting used to it, even though there's still this uncertainty of we don't know how long it's going to last, we don't know what the lasting impacts will be, but I just I feel that, that there's just a little less of that fear. Maybe there's different anxieties or, or angers in different directions, but there's less overall all fear, but that might just be me. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, no, I think that's something we're all experiencing. I mean, there's only so much we can do. Uh, uh, fear is very consuming. It takes so much energy, and we, we could wear ourselves out. Uh, and well, I often, when I'm working with people who have anxiety disorders, point out the acronyms for fear, uh, forgetting everything is all right. Uh, and that sort of takes on a, a spiritual component to it. When I remember that there is only so much that I can do, and like you say, in the beginning when this pandemic was starting and there's all these uh, threats, potentially we could die, we could get very sick, uh, that our loved ones may become ill and possibly die, and we see that happening across, well, the whole planet is dealing with that, and we realize that, okay, there's certain things that I'm able to do. I can wear a mask if I'm having to go out in the public. I can do the social distancing. and So there are certain things that I know I do have control over, but beyond that, there is no capacity to control. And this is where, again, I find that a, a spiritual connectedness, where there's an understanding. We were talking last time, uh, we did this over the radio or over the phone um, as to how we're all part of an oceanic oneness and the ocean itself is what we generally refer to as God, uh, this higher power that is connecting all of us and has a strength and wisdom and a loving uh, uh, presence about it that we can trust to take us exactly where we need to go. And uh, realizing that, uh, well, there's that phrase that's often used in the AA, Alcoholics Anonymous program, let go, let God. And as we realize that, okay, yeah, these are scary times. There's uh, people dying, getting very sick, and I can get so consumed with that that I can hardly function. Or I can... Like I say, just follow all the guidelines that were given to uh, be as safe as possible and then just let go, just to surrender and trust that oh, as long as I've done all that I'm able to do, I can trust this presence to take us where we need to go. And um, that that's something that our culture has sort of lost uh, generally, uh, religion for many people has lost its relevance and yet there hasn't been any satisfying replacement for the connection with spirit um, and this is where uh, practicing like mindfulness meditation uh, I was just taking a walk in the woods uh, a few days ago uh, which for me it was about getting away from the uh, the busyness in the home and all the responsibilities of taking care of these animals and all. Um, and I just found a nice little, uh, it was a mossy, uh, a dry moss covering a rock in the woods, steep in the woods. And I just sat there, and it, it just uh, filled me with a, a sense of peace to just look out onto the horizon and just hear the birds and to just take in the fullness of that moment. And this is an exercise that you could do in any number of ways. Basically, it's about getting out into nature, but you can do it even in, in a quiet room in your house uh, to just take the time to settle in comfortably to a comfortable position and watch your breath and go through what I refer to as the Namaste Booster at the, that I offer at the end of each of these. Bodhi talk sessions, and again, that's about deepening that connection with that presence uh, that is connecting all of us. And 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 so, uh, I don't know. I mean, in your talks, Jason, with people, are you finding that there are any uh, people talking about? Spirituality, in, in any way.
0: Um, not not specifically, not often. But um, I think a common refrain when you ask people how how they're doing, I think um, I think about half the people just you know, and that's one of the things we ask in the beginning. Unless I'm talking to a big. Uh, uh somebody who's high up in in an official chain of some capacity then mm-hmm. i ask them how their people are doing you know like right, right. Uh, you know uh, how are others doing but um in either case some some folks answer would just like you would if you meet somebody on the way to the store say how you doing oh well, you're know, do, doing okay we're hanging in there and some people really take a moment to really think about you know how are people doing and you know and, and people are you know putting on a putting on a brave face with being honest about what they're facing and, and, and what people are doing. And I see people taking a lot of, um, solace in the, the that, that connectivity without calling it that connectivity because people are thinking about all the good things that everybody else is doing and that people are looking beyond themselves uh, to the wider community and trying to uh, accomplish something. And I, and I hear that uh, from a lot of people from a lot of different walks, uh, that people are, 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 are really taking heart in that.
1: Yeah, and, and really that's exactly what I'm getting at here as to how what it is that connects us when we begin to feel that sense of a mutual understanding like we're all going through this process together and we're all struggling and so there's that understanding that we're all going through this and then there's the kind of trust that also develops like I'm willing to open up to you from my heart and let you know where i'm at and i'm very interested in hearing where you're at and that to me is a spiritual experience
0: uh... Doug, let me just uh... you know what there there are some people that i spoke to that were specifically um... talking about uh... A spiritual and any uh, a spiritual reaction and even their own faith Mm-hmm. Um, especially because we were in the middle of Holy Week, so I spoke yep. to an an orthodox uh rabbi rabbi fishbane, and he he was he was reflecting that heading into Passover, which is a family holiday Mm -hmm. and you can't be with your family what he was emphasizing for people is like well this will give us some sense of perspective that when we're past this hardship that we will enjoy um the family more we will enjoy our time together more um and uh and and we we spoke to a couple different pastors i want to share with you just this just takes a minute here this is father ed bader he's from the saint peter's catholic church in um liberty and i'll play this i think you'll be able to hear this over the phone too Hold hold on one moment. I have to okay. turn down the music that's okay. still playing because I was getting ready for where we, we would need music. Hold on one moment. Now, here we go. Here's, this is Father Ed.
1: Sometimes you have to close your ears and close your eyes from all of the distractions and from all of the noise and yelling, and you find yourself connected to the source of your life. And no matter where, no matter how, no matter who, it's, it's, it's there, and nothing can take it away from us. And that gives me strength. It gives me, you know, as it, it, anxious I can be some days, as angry as I can be some days. During this time, it's in those. It's in my prayer time. It's in the quiet, in the stillness. Um, it's just strengthening that, you know, that know, knowing I'm connected to the source of all life, and that's what I could offer to anybody. That's what I would offer to anybody. It's, God is there, and and He never. It's always there. And those and these moments hopefully will make us realize in a, in a deeper way, and, and hopefully that can sustain us.
0: Oh, there you go. That's Father Ed Bader from St. Peter's in Liberty. What yeah. do you think, Doug?
1: I'd say, wow. <laughs> That's precisely what this is all about. And even though, yeah, this is a Catholic priest who's presenting this, this is an experience that is available to any and all of us. And this is where I, I'm hoping that we will be awakening to the reality of this. This is sort of forcing us into stillness. Uh, other than people like you, Jason, there's so much uh, you're going through, and, and of course, I, I have to really work at creating that kind of quietude within the, the busyness of my daily routine. But that's exactly what we're talking about. And, yeah, at first there's going to be a lot of noise, uh, and it takes a while to cultivate that skill to listen to your uh, that inner voice, um, because the the voice in our head, sometimes called the monkey brain, is just going all over the place. But little by little, as we watch whatever comes into our awareness, and then just go to the breath. Hmm. And it's interesting how the word breath in the many languages has the same meaning as spirit.
0: Uh, uh, Doug, with that, on that note, we've only got about um, uh, four or five minutes left. Do you want to yes. transition into the booster uh, even as you're talking about the breath?
1: Yes, and I'd like to just set this up as um, what I had mentioned earlier about a meditation vacation. Um We're only going to have that four minutes or so now, but this is what I would encourage uh, all of you out there, listeners, to just follow this basic format and find a time where you can maybe take a walk into the woods and uh, sit down maybe next to a river or a stream or what have you and just make yourself comfortable and begin letting go of tension in your physical body. Be aware of how we tend to tighten up certain areas like our jaws or our uh, shoulders, neck, belly, and just let it go, let it flow out, and let the breath sort of guide the process of moving into that deepening state listening to that sound of the breath flowing in it's almost like a soul sound breathing in breathing out it's almost like a hum which is a universal mantra so hum meaning i am that i'm not this physical body i'm not all these thoughts and attitudes i'm not my possessions or roles or relationships. I am that eternal spirit flowing throughout the universe. So, hum. thoughts arise, impressions come to our awareness, sensations. Be aware of that, and then return awareness to the breath. just allow yourself to be present enjoy the wondrous world around you, the beauties and let your mind just be in this present moment right here, right now future is only imagined past is finished only now is alive and in this moment we can be at peace and we let go of tension resistance fear and open our heart and mind to the loving presence that is there guiding us just watch the breath as if it were an anchor keeping us in this moment breathing in and out and remember be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle
0: Doug, Doug Bill, thank you so much for joining us for this live uh, Bodhi talk today in the midst of uh, the pandemic.
1: Oh, thank you, Jason, for the opportunity. And to everyone out there, just hang in there. We're going to get through this. And uh, it's going to be uh, perhaps a much better world when we get to the other side of this for um, learning how important it is to come together and share in this wonderful life a very fragile planet let's take care of it and take care of each other
0: all right thank you much doug bill
1: thank you okay bye-bye
0: and along those notes coming up next we've got bioneers right here in wjff We talk about taking care of the planet, and here the day after the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, uh, we've got Bioneers coming right up. This is WJFF Jeffersonville, W233AH Monticello, and we stream online at WJFFradio.org, and thank you so much uh, for joining us. Here we go now. In just one moment, it'll be time for the Bioneers.
1: WJFF has never had a pledge drive like this one, but It worked. Thanks to you, we've met our goal for our quiet pledge drive. Thank you. For weeks, during a crisis unlike any of us have ever seen before,